everyone. This is Deborah Abbott Sampson with your weekly news podcast from Trinidad and Tobago. Earlier this month, the Nelson Mandela Park, located in Port of Spain, Trinidad, was a topic of discussion when it came to light via a social media outcry that plans to revitalize this space were being made without sufficient public consultation. The Port of Spain City Corporation, which spearheaded the initiative, had issued a deadline date of August 1st for the public to send in their feedback on a proposal which, according to online news sources, suggested was not available to the public before August 1st. This restoration revitalization effort has already been quashed, but I want you to read about it and form your own opinion. Our Honorable Prime Minister has already given his view by posting on his Facebook page, stating that replacing the natural environment at Mandela Park with artificial turf is a salesman foolish idea that ought not to waste the time nor the resources of the Port of Spain Corporation. The government is sure the corporation can put its time and money to much better use and spare us all this unnecessary aggravation. But it was only a week ago that I received a copy of the online petition to save the Nelson Mandela Park via WhatsApp. Although it's no longer supposed to be an issue, this petition did give some details on the pros and cons from the petitioner's point of view. So decide for yourself. The link to the petition is seen below. I have also included the link to other conversations on this topic. Wasa. In a statement, Wasa said, Heavy rainfall has resulted in an interruption in operations at several facilities in North and East Trinidad due to turbid river conditions and clogging. The areas affected include Toco, Matura, Valencia, Sandy Grande and Environs, Arima, Malabar, and other areas. The affected facilities are expected to return to service when river conditions normalize at the various locations. I feel, however, that you can't win with Wasa. Lots of rain falling, the dam is empty. Water disruption. Too much rain falling, clogging. Water disruption, no rain, dry spell, no water. Water disruption again. I don't know how many of you agree with me, but I think we just need to upgrade our water facilities here in Trinidad and Tobago. A reminder that our tax amnesty is on. It runs from July 5th to September 17th. And also that returns can be done online via the e-tax platform. I have shared the link below. I am Deborah Abbott-Samson and you are listening to headlines from This Week in Trini. These are just some of the headlines seen in Trinidad and Tobago this week. You can check your daily newspapers online for details. It's now time for our COVID stats update. We started this week with 5,922 active positive cases and 1,137 deaths. As at Sunday, August 15th, 
we had 6,178 active positive cases and 1,180 deaths. In Tobago, there are now approximately 520 active positive cases. So my brothers and sisters, now is the time to go out and get vaccinated. There are drive throughs being set up. You no longer have to get an appointment for a Sinopharm vaccine. So I would like to encourage my Tobago brothers and sisters to please make use of those facilities. I have included a link below which gives information on the vaccination process and the sites in Tobago. In Trinidad, we are now seeing an increase in pediatric COVID-19 cases, especially in San Fernando and the Southern region. Research shows that there are currently three severely ill children that are hospitalized as confirmed COVID-19 positive cases. The Delta variant is here. The Ministry of Health confirmed the first two cases of the Delta variant on August 12th. The first patient is a recently returned national who traveled to Trinidad from the United States. And the second patient had arrived in the country after traveling from Mexico, transiting through Panama and Guyana. With the arrival of 305,000 Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines in Trinidad and Tobago on August 12th, the first tranche of a very generous donation from the U.S. government of 907,920 Pfizer vaccines. The government has extended its reach to all persons between the ages of 12 to 18. It was previously stated that these Pfizer vaccines would be used for school children only. The ministry previously advised that parents and guardians will be provided with an online link sometime this week to indicate their interest in having their child receive the Pfizer vaccine. Parents and guardians would have to choose the venue, date, and time they want their child to be vaccinated. At the end, an appointment would be automatically generated, and parents would be expected to accompany all minors with relevant documentation to receive the vaccine. I've also seen a WhatsApp message circulating advising that walk-in vaccinations are scheduled to commence for this age group from August 18th, from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. in at least 14 sites in Trinidad. This is yet to be verified. A list of all the health facilities in Trinidad and Tobago is included with today's podcast as well. So that's all for this week, and I thank you so much for listening to Headlines from This Week in Trini. Please leave us a review at www.thisweekintriniproduction.com or via your favorite listening platform. And please share the podcast with friends and family members. To all my listeners, please, please continue to be safe. And of course, have a beautiful week.